everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Dean Flowers. And we both use she, her pronouns. That we do. Everyone, I'm so excited to not be high on this episode. <laughs> Sarah was really stressed. I don't know. I think because, you know, we kind of uh, led to this on the last episode that I probably smoked a little bit too much for like my tolerance level. <laughs> and so I think in my mind... I was speaking like really slowly and weirdly. Mm-hmm. But then when I went to listen back to the episode, I was like, wait, like this sounds like a normal episode, just a little bit more giggly, a little bit more like all over the place. Off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we hope you all enjoyed that little 420 experience. Um, and I do hope one day I was listening to it yesterday and hope one day that we get to do that in a little like podcast studio yeah. that's set up cutely. It was funny when I was making the graphic for the episode, I was searching like pink weed photo. <laughs> I was like, can that be possible? Who knows? Anything possible. That is true. Well, we just got back from a lovely lunch or like coffee extravaganza <laughs> with a fellow podcaster, Alana Dunn. She has a podcast called Seeing Other People. And it's it was so- fantastic. It is. If you're honestly, if you're looking for her dating advice, like she is the one to go to about this because she gives such great advice and is just like so nice and energetic and outgoing. She's a very good bean. I know. And she brought up something that was like so important that I think it's important to remind everybody about. You know, we were talking about like comparison and how that just like never ends you know Alana just signed with an amazing podcast network and she has many followers that listen to her podcast and you know she was like I still compare myself to people like like all the time like it's a never-ending thing um and how just like everybody does it and so when the next time you're comparing like I'm going to think about this the next time I'm comparing somebody like comparing myself to somebody I'm gonna be like well they're probably comparing themselves to somebody else and so like we are all one in the same at the end of the day there's always someone better there's always someone worse literally and so like comparison is just so silly it's the thief of joy I know but it's just like ends up always happening was so hard for me to say thief 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 of joy. I've had like a little bit of a lisp recently. Yeah. Sometimes that I think when I'm talking for like a long period of time, I will start to lisp a bit. Mm -hmm. My niece was making fun of me when I was wearing my retainer the other weekend because I have a horrible lisp when I wear my retainer and she was hard making fun of me. And I was like, well, good fucking luck, kid. You've got our fucking genetics. So have fun with your fucking braces in a couple of years. <laughs> I, little asshole. I know. I was actually watching TikTok last night. And do you remember like Chloe from Dance Moms? Yes. She has a little bit of a lisp. Hmm. I never really watched Dance Moms. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. Oh my god! We it weren't was... a big reality, or um, by we weren't. I mean, like I literally like it was a reward that I earned in therapy to watch American Idol. Shut yeah, we watched the Glee. Fuck up! No, I'm was... not saying it made sense. I'm just saying there were a lot of roles. Like we were like, like we were only allowed to watch Disney and Nickelodeon and PBS for the longest time. Like my parents were very strict about TV. Like we never watched SpongeBob because my parents thought I was stupid. Yes, I did. I was a no SpongeBob family. And then my parents, my parents, my brothers got to watch it. Um, But I like, I think I started sneaking reality TV because I do remember like finding out the parental um, like code that my parents had put on my first computer and I would watch Jersey Shore behind their back. And you know what's so funny? I would literally buy like Real Housewives of New York episodes on their iTunes account <laughs> and, and thought that they wouldn't see it. And then I was talking about this with Olivia last night. Um, because some somehow like twins and and multiple having multiple children at one time came up and I was like have you never seen K plus eight and they were like no and I was like (gasps) I remember like seeing it K plus eight on like all of the people magazine covers as a kid that was my introduction to reality tv (laughs) like that was where it all began for me was K plus eight like I was obsessed with that show and, like, when they moved to that, like, huge house that they bought, like, I was I was obsessed. I've always been the type that, like, and I guess I've been doing this since I was a kid. Like, I never watched any of those shows. But, like, I remember reading articles about John and Kate plus eight. Yeah. And, like, still, like, I don't watch the Kardashians. But anytime BuzzFeed has a fucking art. And, yeah, I still fucking read BuzzFeed. I just started. I, I just never stopped. Um, I'll read any article about the Kardashians. So, but I never watched the show. <laughs> Um, I know the Kardashians are in their flop area though they are um 
they are going down, down, down. I mean, a lot of people have commented on like, oh, they've stopped stealing things from black culture and impersonating black women. And now people don't like them anymore. Mic drop. Moment of silence for that because that's the tea. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Again, they were another like reality TV show that I was obsessed with. I think I love like watching influencers and content creators and reality TV because it's like so, you're watching somebody else's life and it gets you so out of your own yeah. life. But lately I'm just like haven't been into that. Like if I'm going to watch TV or invest my energy in something, like I want it to be something like great. Yeah. Like what, like I've mentioned this multiple times in the past couple weeks, Swarm, I watched Beef this weekend. I've really not been able to watch like sad bummer things. Um, yeah, well, both of those two shows were really intense. Like yes. I would not suggest them. Like you have to be in a certain mood yeah. for that kind of shit. And I historically love that shit and I just haven't been vibing. Yeah, that's okay. I don't know. For anybody who watched Beef, I did not. It was so... It was such an interesting concept and it really just showed like this butterfly effect effect, effect about how like a small road rage incident can turn into. That's one with Ali Wong, right? Yes. And it I was, love her in a lot of stuff. So I feel like yeah. I'll watch it eventually. And it was nice to see her because usually, she, she, you know, she's a comedic, mm-hmm. a, a comedic, a comedian. So a lot of the things I've seen her in, she's, you know, playing a funny character. So it was, I love when you get to watch somebody do something that they're not known for. Because it's I love seeing comedic actors do very serious shit. Yeah. And as somebody, like, I think actors, performers, whatever you are, I think anybody gets put into a box. So getting to see somebody go outside their box, which is usually something that they've worked really hard to do because usually you want to be outside of the box you're known for. It was great to see her in that. I just think it was just like, you can like I remember like by the last episode I was like I cannot believe this is what has happened from a single road rage incident um so in that way it was it was very interesting um I was also high for like the the first three episodes because Olivia and I started watching it after we did our episode this weekend so you know but yeah I recommend it I'm not sure it was like my fave but definitely it wasn't terrible I've been watching Schmigadoon, which if you're a little theater bitch like me, you're probably going to like. They have the second season that's been coming out every Wednesday. Ooh, is it like theatery things? Yeah. It, I'm sounding so ashamed of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the second season. Like the first season um, is, it, it's a playoff of, if you know, Brigadoon. Um, it's, um, uh, oh my God, I'm totally forgetting their name. Um, Girl from SNL and Guy from Key and Peele are the two leads. Um, and they end up, they're a couple, they go on this like couples retreat to work on the relationship and yeah. they in the forest wander into this magical town where it's like, it is a musical. Like they're from the real wow. world and like everyone sings out all their things. And it's really inspired by like golden age musicals, but specifically plays a lot about Brigadoon mm. and they get into like hijinks and whatnot. And there's a lot of like very good like theater actors in it like alan cumming is in it christian oh. chenoweth is in it um dove cameron is in it and she's really good aaron tovet's in it lots and lots huh. and lots, lots of people are in it maybe that's what i should watch next um and the second season is coming out and so at the end of the first season they leave and second season they go back except for it's no longer smidgedoon it's now schmicago and it's <gasps> now inspired by that second not second but like kind of larger grouping of like hair chicago like uh, a lot of Fosse stuff like that darker sexier Ooh. era um, and it's got the same cast but they're all in like completely different characters wait that sounds so um, interesting what platform is this on it's on Apple TV oh okay wait I gotta watch it my dad's theory is that Apple TV has the best original content they do have some really good stuff like they also have Ted Lasso which I'm behind on but I'm gonna catch up on oh my gosh my parents are so into Ted Lasso I, I love Ted Lasso I just I don't know. I haven't watched the season. I haven't kept on it because I usually watch it with my family. Um, and they have the problem with John Stewart, which I also love. They've got other shows. Yeah, the the one with Jason Segel that you recommended that yes. I yeah shrinking shrinking. You know what's funny? I've I was just thinking about this. Was that we've really been on our like TV show we connoisseur shit lately? Like the last couple episodes, we're like really into the TV show. We're, rec- we're recommending. I know, and you know what was really crazy in the TV show world that happened this weekend was the Love Is Blind reunion. Did you yeah. see all that drama? Okay, so I didn't see any of it happening, <laughs> but then I got it tiktok being like so if you've been seeing about all the love is blind drama and i assumed that they were talking about like just like 
the things that are general going on. whatever and then it was about the horrible live stream finale that went horribly wrong and i was like this is hilarious and she was like there was literally no need for it to be a live stream and no. then it went so poorly and every company in the world was roasting them yeah it was so interesting so i got home that night and i didn't really know what to do with myself like mm-hmm. I was like I'm not really watching anything so like I'll I had watched the first half of the season and honestly just got bored like I was like this is like not entertaining anymore so I stopped watching it but I was like okay like I love being involved in like cultural moments like I love knowing the thing that everybody is talking about so I was like okay like I'm gonna watch the reunion because I bet so many of the podcasts I listen to are gonna talk about it and so I turn it on and I like had started hearing like little murmurs of like, you know, it's it's running 15 minutes behind. Um, and then an hour and 15 yep. minute, minutes later, it's funny. I was like texting some of my friends at the time that were watching one of my friends. It started right away yep. for her. And I was and some like, people were like live streaming on TikTok. Yeah, so and like I was random like, le- tick or random clips now have leaked. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck is wrong with my TV? And what I realized was that. You had to like rewind. Like I like I was struggling to figure it out, and then I started like rewinding mm-hmm. or like fast forwarding. That was it, not rewinding. Fast forwarding, and I got to the show. I don't know how I got there, but I started watching it, and it was so fucking boring. I know. I heard that too. It, For it on top of everything to be bad is really funny. It was boring. Um, apparently, not even everyone was there. No, like okay, so I didn't even like end up watching the whole like love triangle or like love like things that went on between like Jackie and Marshall and I think her new boyfriend that she did meet on love is blind as Mm -hmm. well um but I did see that Kwame was not interested in Chelsea but they've been happily married for a year so like I I honestly am shocked like I don't understand how they're still together because like the whole joke of the season was like Kwame seems so fucking annoyed by her existence um but it could also be like there's been couples in the past that have made it to the reunion like married as a couple and then like a little while after very soon after they break up um I just think the show needs a rebrand that's uh, I think a lot of people have been saying that and I have the same opinion like Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey as the host suck motherfucking asshole like they just do. Um, he said nothing during the reunion. She just kept like um, interrupting everybody. And we're like, Vanessa, we're not here for you. No. Like we're here for the people that are like on this on these couches. Um, yeah, honestly, like I don't know if I'm going to watch next season. But oh my God. But at the end of the reunion. Th- sorry, saliva. <laughs> I I got so excited I needed to like gulp down my saliva there is a new show like the ultimatum which I watched last season but this time it's queer love I am I didn't watch last season but I'll watch it now that it's gay okay I watched last season and it was definitely such an interesting concept and I'm not sure I would have watched this recent season if it weren't for queer people because I just like Okay, I love the one thing that does worry me if it does poorly then they're gonna blame it on gay people I know but I don't think it's going to do badly. I I think it's going to be really interesting. And I'm so excited to see a reality TV show lean into queer people. My dream is I want to see a Bachelor in Paradise chaos season. Because if everyone's queer, that show is already just like a garbage fire. And I want to throw like some fireworks in there and just like make it even more chaotic. I think that would be brilliant. Yeah, well, I just like a a huge reason why I stopped watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette was because... It sucks now, but like I would start watching it again if they decided to like make the bachelor gay or the, okay. My only thing with that is that if it was bachelor or bachelorette version, I think the people in the house would just fall in love with each other. That's why it needs Uh, to be bachelor in paradise. Okay. So that you have, okay, that's true. Mm -hmm. So that you have multiple. Okay. That is very true. I'm a thinker. Yes. You should pitch that to ABC. Mm You really should. ABC, call me. But yeah, I guess like uh, I think a huge thing with like dating shows that I think people pick up on a lot, especially with Love is Blind, like the huge thing is like it's supposed to be not about appearance, but you only have like, um, what is it? Like societal like attractiveness on the show. Like you do not have any plus size people. You like really don't stray. They 
I know there was a lot of people who were, I believe it was the season that people were really frustrated that in the promo they featured a lot of black women and then the show had, didn't follow their stories at right. all. Like there were, in, in the past there's been plus size women, but they don't follow their no. stories. And so when I saw that they were doing this, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Because like, I'm so fucking sick and tired of watching heterosexual people like have these messy relationships. Like give and me gay people. It's also just like, everyone's kind of doing it we said this before everyone's kind of doing it for clout which like is absolutely fine give gay people the clout yeah but like (laughs) (laughs) give the queers the clout like come on that wasn't what i was gonna say but you know what i like that answer better okay slay (laughs) um how's your life going any life updates for the peoples for the class um new thing i'm trying that (laughs) i think i'm gonna hate but will hopefully be good for me um Oh, yes. I'm things have been a bit rough. And so there are a lot of possible next steps we're continuing considering. But what I'm doing right now is that we've done one day of it so far. So don't have much to pull from. Um, But my mom and I every day are going on a virtual walk together um, at 8 a.m. Because when things get rough, I kind of struggle with like getting out of bed or like having a reason to sort of like start the day and getting out. Um, so it'll get me out of bed and get me out of the apartment. Um, and so we go on a a little phone call walk together and yeah, I think it's lovely, but I also think some mornings I'm going to hate it. Um, it's hard. Like I think the things that are good for us. Oh, I saw a TikTok the things that are good for us are always challenging. No. And that speaks like so true. Like, cause when I think about my relationship, like, and I know like you are doing it for the, like a lot more reasons than like the walking, the exercise element of it. But like when I've been thinking about like getting back into exercise and like an and exercise has always been a challenge for me, but like, when I experience the benefits from it, I'm like, wow, this is actually like so good for me. I like that's the thing is when you do the things that they all say make you feel better, they do make you feel better. And yet most of the time that's not enough to convince me. Yeah. Um, like my favorite thing is like my doctors for year, we had this whole discussion on the way here about like how we don't always do the things that are good for us, especially when it comes to like medication. I am like the worst with medication. Like if you know me, you know, like I, I'm terrible. Like it took me almost like a year to fully get on like my um, anxiety meds. And now I'm like, what the fuck was I doing for that full year? I'm pretty good with medication. My issue is that like, if I forget one day, it I will forget for several days. <laughs> yeah. But basically something that I finally did this winter that really, I think helped like seasonal depression was taking vitamin D and B12 every day. Like I think because this is the first winter like I think in five years that I wasn't seasonally depressed. Do you want to know a fun fact? What? A fun little ginger fact? Sure. Gingers naturally produce more vitamin D because, you know, we're not equipped to be in the sun. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. What is that called? Like genetic muta- mutation? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mutant. A mutant ninja no. turtle. I don't know why I meowed. Sorry. But I love that for you. That's a great like thing to do. I wish I I have always you know what's so funny is my therapist will come call this out. Um call me out for this. She'll be like, You say you're gonna go for a walk, but like you obviously don't want to go for a walk. So like (laughs) we need to figure something else out here. Like you say like maybe I can walk, like you've said that to me like fifty times. Like you're obviously not gonna just go for a walk, at least like where you're at now. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So we're going to go on our morning walks. Um, Yeah, that's great. (laughs) I said to Audrey, I was like, wow, it's so like great that you feel like you can like talk to your like and mom, if you ever listen to this, I love you so much that you can talk to your mom for like that long. Yeah. Yeah. Or talk to somebody for that long. I think there's definitely going to be days where like that's the thing is like. I think the days that I don't want to do it, it's going to be less about not wanting to talk to my mom and not just not wanting to talk to anyone. Um, so she said that it's okay if some mornings we don't talk, but I anticipate that will be harder for her than she thinks it will be. Yeah. Um, That's like with working. Sometimes I'm like, I'll text Olivia. I'm like, can we co-work? Because like, I'm just feeling so uninspired to work alone right now. And I know she'll like hold me to it. Um, so I really appreciate that she's doing it. Yeah. Um, Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. I had a mental breakdown yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So your girl has been offered her first big girl job. Woo, 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 woo. 
Woo! Which is cool, but it's a full-time job, which I was not born to work. <laughs> um, and I like had this like crazy mental breakdown about it because like, sure, this is kind of maybe like, I think it's just interesting because like, I, you know, when my boss offered it to me, he's like, this is the next step for you. Like, you know, you've been our intern for like almost like seven, eight months now. Like, you know, we want you here full time. And I was like, but what about what I want? Yeah. Like, I love coming in like three times a week and like editing my little TikTok videos and then leaving and getting to, you know, have like more of like a four day work week schedule. And so I think when he offered this to me, I was like, my life is ending. Like, this is it. Like, this is the rest of my life. Like, you know, <laughs> this sounds so bad. But like change is scary. Yeah. I think it's scary because. I get scared of like losing what we have because this is really the dream. Um, and you know, I love the company I'm working for. The people are very like my boss is like amazing. He's so nice. Uh, Something that I love that he does is that he always goes out of his way to like remind me that I'm doing a good job. Like he'll be like, you're doing amazing. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like that's so kind. I don't think it's like my end all be all like situation or place. And I think it's okay to like admit that to myself. Um, But something that everybody yesterday kind of talked to me about to like get back down onto the ground was like, you know, this isn't forever. And if you do not want it to be, and also like you can take it and decide to quit because Mm -hmm. it doesn't work out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a scary concept. Um, but, and leading this kind of just like leads into our kind of topic for the day, which is the podcast. Completely fucking clueless. Yes. Thank you to Olivia who will be on our pay step one day for giving me this very original idea, which was what the podcast is about. The name of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Audrey and I have both been feeling really like, inspired and also been feeling so much like community around like when we post on our um, Instagram stories and we're like tell us what you're feeling clueless about I don't remember whose comment it was but I was reading through them yesterday and it literally made me feel insanely better (laughs) that other people are also a mess and don't know what they're doing so thank you I mean that was like the whole point of starting this was like you know we've never claimed to like know anything literally know anything i know nothing you know but i think that's what we do know is that we do know don't know everything and that we can be honest and admit that and hopefully that brings community to other people who are feeling the same way because i think a lot of the time we can like feel so alone in all these emotions but at the end of the day so much so many different humans and so many other different people in our lives feel the exact same way exactly um and that's what i love about doing like the clueless moments on our stories is that it's like this moment where i'm like this is the podcast and its purpose is like to talk about the moments and the things that make us feel really uncertain so yeah i'm expanding on we're gonna expand on like being the things that we're clueless about right mm-hmm. now um do you want to go first or do you want me to go? A small little silly one is oh. I, I have finger warts and I've had them on and off for a while, but they're really bad right now. And I've been trying wrapping them in duct tape and it's maybe working, maybe not. I honestly have no idea, but I'm so over it and they're so uncomfortable and they're so it was embarrassing to show up to lunch today and have duct tape on my fucking fingers because it's two it's two of my fingers on different hands which is also confusing i think it's interesting because like you know you explained at lunch like that the duct tape helps heal them but like without any context you're just like oh there's duct tape like it's not like it's a band-aid you know i you know (laughs) my mom and i were talking this morning during our walk of i was about how I was embarrassed about showing up to lunch with fucking duct tape oh. fingers. She's like, well, you could cover it with first aid tape. And I was like, I don't have first aid tape. Um, and I was like, I consider trying to cover it with band-aids, but it's like, uh, it's it would be a lot of band-aids to cover it. And I think it would be more suspicious to sew up with like 12 band-aids sure. all layered on top of each other. So we just went with the duct tape. Yeah. But again, another moment happened where like. Which made me feel so much better is a lot of who we got lunch with. It was like, oh, figure- I also got those for a while. And I was like, oh, I'm not a disgusting hobgoblin. Thank God. I know. It's just like, again, like a reminder that like 
these it genuinely things, made me feel so much better i've yeah. been so fucking embarrassed about them yeah these things that we're like insecure about or like clueless about like w- there's actually so many other people out there that like experience the same thing oh because my moment alana we're just talking about you so much this episode hopefully she listens <laughs> maybe i'll like send it to her over text and be like we talked about you so much on this episode um but yeah sorry if you didn't want me to tell people you finger wars previously <laughs> sorry i know i kind of brought it up and i when i was bringing it up i was like maybe i should have outed this but in a different realm when I was talking to Alana um you know we were talking about like feeling uninspired as a creator like I you know I really do enjoy like posting on TikTok and like making content however I think for a long time I've felt like really confused about like what I could offer to people and like what I should post about um and so like sometimes I have these surgences of like being able to post a lot and feeling really inspired but lately like I just haven't felt inspired at all and I'm feeling really confused about what to post about and she was like girl same like like literally story of my life and she's like I also want you to know like I talked to four my life you take it home um she was like I want you to know (laughs) (laughs) we can't just move on and not acknowledge no I I, guys I gave you singer Sarah there (laughs) I gave you singer Sarah a little preview for her performance at the end of the month I know, guys. Or That's another month? thing I'm clueless about. No. It's next at the end of May. Trust me, I'm counting down the days always in my head. Um, but Alana, getting back to the, yes, the Alana I've story. I've deeply off topic. Oh, again. no. Don't worry. It happens. Um, I, I think that's my role in this podcast is getting us off the rails. I know because I keep us on. You know what? That's such a good yeah. And this is why we podcast together. Yeah. Because even when we were high, we had this. <laughs> The same like responsibility and role, <laughs> chaotic neutral and lawful good. Uh, I don't know. I guess at least in terms of this, but it, trust me, I am totally chaotic in most in a lot of things in my yes. life too. Um, but yeah, a lot of yes. <laughs> she was saying to me like, "Girl, like story of my life," and also like I've talked to four other like creator friends this week, and they have felt the same exact way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I've just been feeling like clueless about like creating and like how to feel like inspired and it's, and it gets me thinking about the people that do this like every day of their lives and have made a career out of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that seems, that's crazy girl. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like how do you show up every day? I think like the consist like the consistency of having to like post like every single day multiple times a day is what gets me yeah. and that's another thing that scares me about the full-time job um but yeah like in the my whole breakdown <laughs> with the full-time job um i like came to this like clueless moment of like how do you like i balance work and life i'm scared to take on a full-time job because i'm scared that the job will become my life um and I feel like late like you know having like being in the internship and like being part-time like sure I am not making a lot of money and that's kind of like what is pushing me to like this next phase but it's been so nice to like on Wednesdays we do our thing on Fridays I have the day open so I end up like doing things for myself or honestly sometimes I'll use the day to relax and like rejuvenate um from this experience I am so pro four-day week yeah like a thousand and ten percent absolutely um but it just seems like so crazy that we graduate and like we like give our like majority of our like hours and time to like other people and things and like let's be real like sure there are people that like love their job a hundred percent but even like your job like gives you like heart like hard shit to deal with like and you're giving most of your time to that Mm -hmm. it just seems unfair (laughs) and cruel you really don't appreciate how good you have it in school until you start working no i know and who was i talking oh i think somebody from like elon you know had reached out and whatever and i was like enjoy these last couple of months because like trust me when you get out like i know you're itching to get out of there right now because especially going to school during a pandemic in the theater business. It's very difficult, but like just do everything that you can to enjoy it. Fuck the grades. Fuck it all. Like just enjoy like not having that like responsibility of your work being your life. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like right 
that I'm like submitting myself to. And I know it do not, doesn't necessarily need to be that way. And I don't think my job wants that from me to like, like be their like slave in, in the back making the TikToks. Um, but for some reason, like it feels that way saying yes to this. Yeah. Scary. It is. If you've had a full-time job, just like send me a DM. And tell me it'll be okay. Because I'm like really fucking scared. I don't know why. I mean, I'm completely directionless. Don't really know what I'm doing. I'm kind of trying to do theater, but kind of have no idea how to get back started. Uh, I have no direction. I'm completely adrift. I'm absolutely terrified most of the time. And yeah. Yeah, I feel that. You know, it's funny. When I got like in the in the 20 minute freak out right after I got offered this job, I was like, what about Fader? <laughs> and I'm like. Girl, you hate auditioning. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What about theater? <laughs> but sometimes I'll have these like random points of like, I'm too good not to be on a stage. See, mine's not about being too good. Cause honestly, I don't think I'm that good. Um, <laughs> I think I'm decent. Like I'm like my, I have a pretty decent voice. I yeah. think. Um, I, I love it. I still love it. But yeah. It's it's hard. The things that we love come with like so many different of their own baggage. Yeah. You know, just like, like you were saying in the car, we we somebody that went to our school who's on Broadway came and talked to us while we were at school and he was like, Look, like, yes, this was the dream and everything, but like at the end of the day it's still a job that has its downsides. Yeah. Um and I don't know, like I've I've been struggling a lot recently and feeling really lost and it's like I've kind of reached this weird point of like not feeling like myself for so long that when I do feel like myself that feels strange yeah like I was getting ready for lunch day and I was like kind of feeling myself and like I put on makeup today and like I put on some jewelry and I was wearing a more me outfit and I like did my hair um and I felt more like me than I have a lot recently but like in a way that like not that it was performative but it felt so far away because I felt like and I'm like am I just this new person or mm. is that still me? And just, just feeling completely lost in almost every aspect of my life. I understand what you're, what you're saying. I remember when I was going through like the lowest point of like a depressive episode, I felt so far away from myself. I still think I feel like I feel better, but I also still feel far away from myself. I think because I spent so much time, you know training to be on Broadway and now I'm in this you know a very like parallel field it's not too far off I mean like my dream in this content world is not like far off from performing it's just performing in a different way but this step that I'm I'm thinking about taking feels a little bit far from it and I feel like that like kind of sucks you know yeah. It's this weird like inner child thing. Like I always talk about like the girl that declared that she wanted to be on Broadway. Like am I letting her down? Yeah. Which is such a and weird to, like, thing. give up a dream you've held on to for so long. I know. And then it makes me wonder and question like wait, why did I give this up? Like was it because of the depression at the time? Was it because of like my weight? Was it because I actually don't like this thing? Or was it because of all these other factors? And like for both of us, it was really wrapped into our identity. But yeah. I think like even further, so like I went to an arts high school. It's all I've known for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was, I was saying that to somebody. I was like, you have been like, because you went to the boarding school for, for theater, like that's an, like, sure, I was doing theater in high school. But again, I had that balance. And I think that's what I'm realizing is that I think I need a little bit more balance when it comes to performing because I think going full turkey at school was like too much for me and then again I became solely dependent on it um but you know going to high school for it as well like that's eight years of your life where like that's like what your life revolved around so it's hard to like picture like what else could my life be yeah yeah and I guess I get scared I'm like will I end up like five years down the line ten years down the line being like I made a really stupid decision and I know technically, like, we have so much time. And if I wanted to, like, I bet 10 years from now, I'm not going to be a terrible singer and maybe could start auditioning. But, like, also, it's like, could I? Question but there's mark? also, like, so much around, like, 
everything important happens in like your 20s and like it's when you're like society dreams you like most valuable you're attractive you're young you're whatever and I'm like getting older scares me yeah like particularly as a woman like your value in society decreases by a staggering amount very quickly yeah I guess like it's interesting because I think about my mom who went back to school in her 50s and and is pursuing a career, you know, solely that has happened in since like the age of 45 to now being in her 50s. I think about Meg Jay who told us that she released her book at 40 years old. I think about this one casting um, agent, this agent um, from a very big agency. He told this story about, you know a woman who went to school for music theater and didn't get cast in anything, didn't get an agent. And then around 30 years old, like, you know, started being on Broadway and stuff. Like she took like, like eight years, like almost 10 years off and came back to it. And so I think about those things and I'm like, you know, like maybe if this like passion and fuel, like came back to me, like I would have the, the same thing would happen to me, but I'm also like, what if it doesn't like, what the fuck? Oof. Yeah, guys, that was really deep. But like seriously, that's what is running through my head. But yeah, I think that's like what runs through my head about career is like, what is the right choice? And honestly, will there ever be a right choice? There isn't a right choice, but I want there to be a right choice. I know. I want the world to say like, this is what you should do. Like, how dare? How rude. Yeah. But I guess like you have to honor what you're feeling like in the present moment um, and just like kind of go after that. We're trying. Yeah. And as far as work and life balance, it guys, I don't know how I, I will do it. I, I don't know. I certainly don't have advice. Like, how do people survive on two-day weekends? Like, I, I, like, because I've gotten so used to, like, the three-day weekend. And now I'm like, they're going to ask me to work on a Friday? I know. And that's so privileged of me to say. Like, I've been very nice. Like, it's been a very nice situation the last couple months. But the thought of working on a Friday really, like, makes me anxious. It's gross. Yeah. Um, I guess it's nice that it's like a hybrid situation though. So you, I'm only expected to go into the office two days a week. That's nice. Yeah. But if you've started a big girl job lately, hit me up. Let's chat about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds are good vibes. Yeah. There's a lot of like cluelessness and scaredness kind of like, you know, go, oh, going into it. And this is another thought I wrote down was like feeling like you need to take, like do something in your life for money purposes. Yeah. Cause I'll be like really honest with everybody listening right now. Like I don't make a lot of money um, and I don't have a lot of money and you know, I hope one day that I get to like move out and that I start making money, but I'm like, how do I start? You know, Moving out, just even doing like first, last, like security and then like movers and everything else. It's fucking expensive. Yeah. My friends from home and I were having this discussion because one of our friends is, you know, thinking of like seriously thinking about like, like found a place to put an offer in, you know, with moving out with her boyfriend. And, you know, she was saying that they're very anxious about finances and, and, you know, going from the position of, you know, being grateful to live at home post-grad and that their parents are, you know, willing and supporting them and taking them on in their house. Um, But, you know, moving out means utilities, Mm -hmm. phone bill. Like, it means so... Groceries. Yes. Like, the fact... I don't have to pay for groceries. Like, that's a huge privilege. Um, And it's just... It was interesting. um, Because when thinking about what to talk about today, I was like, oh, we should talk about, like, being, like, the pressures that come when you suddenly turn 25. But I was like, I'll let Audrey have a couple more months of being 24. Please don't remind me. No, people seriously just pack it the fuck on when you turn 25. It's like, I don't know what the fuck happens. I do keep saying people on TikTok, though, being like... Something about, like, people are saying this about either when they turn 25 or 26. They're like, I had a moment where I just felt that frontal cortex finished and, like, everything made so much more sense. And I was like, I would love if something could start making sense. That would be really great if something could finish, if we could finish baking my brain and my brain could do something. Yeah. I I don't feel like my brain is done baking. It sort of needs a little more time in the oven. Yeah. Maybe hopefully. Maybe maybe it's 26. Maybe Maybe 26 will be our age. Maybe it's 26 for me because I definitely, I've heard that too. People will be like, I felt that frontal like lobe. (laughs) I would love that. Um, I don't feel that yet whatsoever. Mm. 
bummer. <laughs> I, I just keep thinking of that TikTok. Like, I'm just a baby. I am a little baby. I'm the baby of my family. Yeah. Um, last clueless moment having to do with jobs because somebody else put this in our thing and was like, how will like how like when will my job application be seen and like w- like what the fuck is this like thing about applying to jobs and I feel that to my core and then crazily enough I applied to a job on LinkedIn the other day and I don't know if LinkedIn premium like gives you this but all of a sudden I got an email that like the person who I like it's been viewed yes uh-huh. I was like how- but I don't like this either no because then I'm like what and then they- I still never hear anything and I'm like what's the fucking point of that leave me alone yeah, you made me excited for no fucking reason like what if i end up like never hearing from you i don't hear from almost any of them <laughs> yeah that's so sad or like months later i'll get a rejection and i was like yeah no i figured it out i i put that together oh, fuck yeah yeah i know and that's uh, the i thi- got rejected from whole foods the other day ew what the <laughs> fuck whole foods <laughs> so that's where i met with my life i got rejected yeah. from a job from whole foods i it's hard to work at whole foods though i've heard i don't know because i feel like my brother applied there or something i don't know it's hard the job world like applying to jobs is like fucking hard and it feels like like i look at like linkedin and it'll tell me how many people applied and it's like and I'm like, oh fuck <laughs> Like, I couldn't believe that this was the application that got viewed because at the point I applied, which granted was like six days after they posted it because I hadn't seen it until this point. Um, like there was like th- a thousand applicants. Um, really random thing. But uh, so companies are using AI more and more to sort of sweep through first rounds of resumes. Oh. Um, but some of the, like the scandals that have sort of come across that have happened is like, AI is often teaching itself and I don't remember exactly what name but one of the AI basically taught themselves that like the ideal candidate was like a man white man who was named Thomas and played lacrosse in high school and that like from examining like previous resumes of people they've accepted and said positive like that's what it learned it learned inherently bias and that there are a lot of issues with these AI systems learning inherent bias and then that's crazy doing things based on these bias that are affecting whether or not people get jobs if their application even gets seen i don't even understand ai (laughs) like i keep seeing ai this ai that i'm like what is an ai artificial intelligence oh like a robot not a robot necessarily but like an, an artificial like brain intelligence kind of okay I I saw like uh, Olivia and I watched a video of James Charles using AI to like do his like makeup. That's the thing is AI can be a, a, a lot of host different of things. things. Okay, um, so we won't get into that. We won't we yeah. won't go there. But interesting. But it has like uh, AI has a lot of really cool things that it can do. But it also like there's a lot of dangers in it. Yeah, yeah, like Thomas White working that does the cross and i bet there are numerous thomases like that but like what about everybody else yeah or like a kind of like not funny one but i guess maybe a little bit of funny one is that they've been using ai uh to like help recognize i believe it was like uh skin cancer and ai was pretty good at doing it but unfortunately one of the things that it taught itself from the images it was studying was that it was like it's more likely to be cancer or is recognizing it as cancerous if there was a ruler next to it. But that was because most of the time in the images, there'd be a little measuring thing next to it if it was like one that was cancerous. So one of the things that it taught itself was that if it has a ruler next to it, it's more cancerous, which is true, but isn't helpful for using it to recognize cancer. I don't know if that made sense. It at did. All. It did. My brain sort of like, you know, when your brain sort of like shuts for a second, my brain shut for yes. a second. But that does make sense. And That's like what's crazy difficult is they can be kind of black boxes because they teach themselves. It's not like created. And so it's often hard to like find those. It's just sort of a black box where you don't really know what's going on inside. This world is so crazy. Yeah. But I did write it down a couple of job hunting clueless tips that have helped Ooh, me. Oh my God, tell me. So something that somebody suggested, and I understand it is a lot of money, so I totally get if it's like out of the means, but getting LinkedIn premium for the time that you're job searching and then like when you feel like you found a job that you're like enjoying, like 
cutting that off uh, because it does give you like some more like analytical things or whatever. Um, I'm still like honestly because we didn't use LinkedIn a lot. I'm like still very much like getting used to it. I did update my page though. If you want to go look at it, I made a cute little banner mm-hmm. that I'm very proud of. I've been loving so Canva, and I'm not sure if it's just like a Canva Pro like thing. I do have Canva Pro, but basically, you know how like when I would um use the iPhone to like kind of cut us yes. out and it does a very sloppy job of like cutting us out. Yeah. Um now Canva has a feature to do it and it's so much better. So I've been doing it a lot. Hot. And so I made this like really great little banner for my, Love my LinkedIn. For you. Okay, more tips. Um oh like t- it takes time for a cover letter to really feel like good and right. Like, I feel like I finally got into a version of a cover letter that I'm like, okay, like, I think this is like a good representation of it, especially for us who haven't like written many cover letters in our day. Um, But I think I finally stopped feeling so daunted by the idea of a cover letter. Um, So just like knowing it may take some time and like revisions and and asking adults to look at it. Yes. Like Olivia reads every cover cover letter I put out there um, because they're a really grammatic genius um and i'm not i'm shit at writing i have julia read all my shit (laughs) slay thank you to julia and olivia who keep us standing um oh yeah okay this is a silly one but and i think this is more for like creative fields like i get it if you don't want to do this for like a finance job but like putting yourself into your application my application is so fucking cute um like it's just like i have like these like branding colors and i like really use like my branding to my advantage but i'm just like so obsessed with how like my resume looks my cover letter looks like i've made this like portfolio thing like of videos and stuff because a lot of the jobs i've realized are like very much like content producer or like content creator jobs um and they want examples of your work um but like put i think putting yourself into your resume i know like maybe this is not like for financial stuff but i think it just makes me feel better about like applying i'm like slay yeah. that is sarah alice liddy on that page exactly. and if you do not like her then you will not like me who is actually her <laughs> um what else do i have oh this is like probably the biggest tip is like reaching out to people it's really scary, but you never know who is going to be able to help you. And that's just like how so often people get, get jobs. jobs or even hear about them. Like a lot. I forget what the statistic is, but a large amount of jobs that people get. A lot of people get jobs before the job even hits like the point of going to application. Right. I mean, like if even if you think about like how I've gotten to the point where I'm at with my company, it's because somebody... I knew like heard me talk about like being interested in social media even with working at Lulu like I knew someone there I had friends who applied to multiple Lulus before they got an interview and I was able to get a job there because I knew someone yeah it's scary like even an application I sent the other day like you know it was something I really really want um but a lot of people want it too um and my dad like I was like well I knew somebody I mean I don't know that well but I do know somebody who works there my dad was like you should reach out to this person um and yeah it doesn't hurt like even like I feel like with the network we've made in podcasting like meeting Alana today um I try like even if there's not something super intentional to talk about like just kind of always like expanding your network Mm -hmm. I think is a great thing because yeah I can't hurt to know people I know and it's I think it's just so crazy of like especially in the job world how much it comes from the people you know yeah um so those are my little clueless job hunting tips love it yeah um oh i do have a a clueless tip for avoiders is what i put on is what i put on my notes um and it actually comes from my partner olivia who studies like psychology things and tells me how to better my life free therapy love that for me um but i'm a huge avoider specifically right now i'm avoiding getting back into exercising and singing Um, because I have this like, you know, gig at the end of May, I've been wanting to get back into singing regularly. Not that I need to be perfect on that stage, but just like, so I can feel a little bit more comfortable and then exercising because it really ends up being good for my mental health and, um, physically I really do need it. Um, but I avoid it because I think like for me with avoiding, it's like, it's just like getting there. Like it's getting to the, doing the soul cycle class or whatever form of exercise. It's getting myself to do like the first vocal warm-up um and so olivia had given me the advice that i wanted to share oh my god where did it go oh there it is um so 
it's kind of like opposite action, which is a DBT skill, which is doing the opposite of how you feel. But Olivia's tip was like gaining momentum. So like mm-hmm. doing small steps to get yourself into it. So Olivia suggested like, okay, so you want to sing today, like find a time that you want to sing at, like, let's say it's 3 PM, set your alarm for 3 PM. And so your alarm goes off at 3 PM. Okay. Like, am I going to sing? So we have the alarm that like kind of introduces it. Okay. Like maybe I'll like, let's say I'm laying in bed. Like next small step would be like, you know, getting out of bed, um, you know, all right, I'll start with this one warm up and like kind of like the snowball effect. It's just like this idea of like gaining momentum, like doing the small steps to find, like get that momentum moving. Um, so that's like my clueless tip for avoiders because I've been avoiding hard core lately. And my therapist literally made me schedule a soul cycle class in our session because of how avoiding I've been. I love that for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else I have to say, I feel like just gets sadder and sadder. So I'm going to leave it as is. <laughs> okay. You guys, we will leave it as is, but we hope this uh, rambling of cluelessness was helpful and relatable in any way, you know, just bringing it back to why we started this in the first place. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Slay, slay. And I don't think we ever will because I'm learning when I tell people about this podcast, they will always tell me you never will. <sighs> So thank God we have a job right here for the rest of our lives. Brutal. Holler. Can you imagine just being 60 years old? And and doing welcome to completely <laughs> fucking close. I mean, I think it would be interesting. Like if like, you know, the one day, like if we were to get married, like one of us having kids yeah, or both gonna of us. We're going to get married, you know? Yes. Us too. I like I'm the way so, you phrased that. Yeah. We're going to get married. We're going to get married. We'll get married for the pod. <laughs> I mean, I do. So I like two good friends and one of them is gay like me and one of them is straight and i found out that after like years and years of us being friends the straight friend had just kind of assumed that us two gay people were going to date each other because it was like well you're very good friends and you're both gay oh us two no 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 sorry my Um, brain went blank like after like we'd been friends for already like six years and she was like well i just kind of assumed you were gonna date at some point and was like no 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 interest in each other no 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 um yeah so let me backtrack cut edit out (laughs) (laughs) i've been talking we've been talking for so many hours at this point my brain is like anyways you guys thank you so much for not anyways Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, you should definitely go follow us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless and on YouTube and TikTok at completely FCKING clueless. Yes. We're super excited. We're planning things for pride month. We hope to get some really great guests on here and just keep the vibes high on completely fucking clueless. You know what I mean? As high as they they were certainly high last week. Hey, (laughs) must be the money. Have an amazing Tuesday, everyone. Have an amazing week. And don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. Yeah. Go take your meds, baby girl. Oh, yes. Mm, you're so hot when you take Schedule your that doctor's appointment. Hey, those clothes that have been sitting in your hallway slash front of your car slash closet. Go wash them. 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 Go wash them.